Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry. Servant Emmanuel Chum Entry is the head pastor of Royal Palace Chapel Assemblies of God, an anointed, energetic, and practical teacher of the Word. This servant of God will inspire you with the practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Your own achievement and vision they want to have. When your problems in life is much more connected to your life alone. You have deviated from God's ordinances of your life. The problems you are facing in life is about you. It means you are living a selfish life. That you don't have any problem or challenge concerning Christianity. Concerning the work as a leader in the house of God. You are not there to solve anything based on the position God has given to you. But all your prayer topics, all your problems in life has everything to do with you. It is a sign that you have nothing to do with the kingdom. Now look at Paul. He said, wherever I go, the spirit of God warns me that there are two things that are facing me. Number one, hardship. Number two, prison. And he went on by saying that I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task. And the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among you whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore, I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you. Wow. Can I also say, say, say the same thing? Not the first one. That you will not see me. Guys, for me, are going to see me. But can I say I'm also innocent of your blood? Why do you think your pastor is innocent? Because I have been teaching you. But there, there are more to be taught. But the ones you have been taught, God has declared me innocent. I don't know whether I should, I should say amen, praise the Lord, or hallelujah. For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole world of God. And he advised the people that would come after him. It was, it was, it was a farewell preaching that he was preaching to the Ephesians. And he was telling them, as I'm going, you, you might not see me again. Remember that people of Ephesus have prayed the gospel to you. I've gone to hardship and prison. So I'm not prepared. I'm going to Jerusalem. You might not see me again. But I want you to know one thing for sure. That... I am innocent of your blood because I have not withheld, I have not stopped, I have not blocked, I have not prevented you to hear the will of God. Then he goes on to say that, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit had made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Shout aloud the amen. Last week or so, I taught you about the lamp leader, the wolf's leader, and the dog leader. Probably I didn't go into details. But today I want to show you the nature of a wolf leader. The nature of a wolf leader. Paul said, I have done my best. I have preached. But I fear for one thing. That very soon I will leave. But when I leave, wolves, please give me the, the King James version. I know that after King James, please. For I know this. He's not trying to guess. 
It's not an assumption. For I know this. After my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you and they will never spare the flock. So who are the wolves amongst us? And we are not talking about church members. We are talking about those who will play a major role. When, when you go to verse 10, it says, even from your own number, okay, verse 30, and Paul went down, verse 30, Jesus, also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. If somebody's not a leader, you can't draw people away from them. So the wolves scatter. They divide and they take portions away. Some do not go away, but within the church, they have a group they control. Can I suggest to you, if we are in the church and you are not controlled by this one, and you are also not being controlled, controlled in code when it comes to what I'm about to say, controlled by your pastor's teaching by this way. You're already a grievous wolf. Because per the level of loyalty, your focus must be only one person. There are many things that have destroyed so many churches. Many things. People have affiliations to individuals in the church. And apart from they affiliating with you and having respect for you, they don't care. They don't give a damn to anybody again. We have been in churches where people respect some dickies, some rich men, some noble people, some influential individuals in the church than the pastor himself. And it's, it's a serious disaster. You see, the thing is that because people sleep, they wake up and they still go to work, receive salary. It, it, the devil deceives them that after all, Whatever they are doing in the house of God, still things still work for, out for them. And let me tell you, a butterfly still goes down to town, to the forest, and he's able to feed on the nectar, and it still survives. Ant, don't we, he doesn't, does, he doesn't do anything. Yesterday, he goes out there and pick up so many things, feed himself, and God has even given that through his word that we should go and learn the ways of an ant. So going out to work to receive salary. Animals receive income. Meanwhile, they have not worked or they have not sweat. It's not a guarantee that you are succeeding in life. It is, have you been accepted and approved by God? Is your life pleasing the one who one day judge you? I've said it time without number that success is not what you have achieved. Success is how you will end at the final day. Where you will spend eternity is what we call sources. So sources is where you spend eternity. If where you spend eternity is not heaven, it could only be the lake of fire. So Paul said, I'm, I'm about to go. I have worked so hard. I'm going. And of a truth, when he left, he didn't come back again. It was when he went to Jerusalem that he found out that the wolves of a truth have come behind him. And they were devastating, breaking the church, causing confusion and frustration. And he wrote the epistle back to them in Ephesians. And by now, they were not just wolves like that. They were using spells and power and magic to control the force and the heart of the church members. Within the church, the same church, Paul has spent the most of his time Raising the church, teaching them, showing them the will of God. The later years of his departure, he saw that wolves, human wolves, have come behind him just as he prophesied to come and cause disaster and disgrace. And he wrote a letter by telling them that, don't worry, everybody who is born of God, there are blessings, like Ephesians 1 3. God has blessed us with the blessing, with all spiritual blessings. He went on to say, don't worry. 
anybody that is in Christ, once Jesus has been raised, we are still in him. And everything has come under his control. You go to Ephesians chapter say he told them and showed them the secret about the warfare. That the people that have come are not just working against the church. They are not just a normal wolves. They are demonic wolves. Empowered by devil. Therefore, put on the whole armor of God so that you can stand against them. Put on what? The whole armor of God. And he was telling them, what is happening in the church has nothing to do with your knowledge, your book, your certificate. It is purely about the powers, the principalities, the spiritual wickedness in high places, and the, and the powers of darkness. He said, so we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Against principalities, against powers. So he was telling them that the wolves that have come, they have not just come to show attitude. They have come to exhibit the power of the devil. So for you to counterattack them, then there is a need for you to also to enter into a realm where you will be protected. I've taught you the armor. The armor, you put on the whole armor of God. That all the armors, only one attack the devil. The rest of the armor is for your preservation. Your helmet, your breastplate, your belt, your what? Your feet, your shield, then finally, your sword. This is the only weapon against the devil. Only the word of God. The rest of all the armor is to protect you. And all of them to have their reflection in the word of God. Somebody shout aloud, amen. And, and it, they came to this scattered Ephesians. So if you check the book of Ephesians very well, it is one of the critical books that Paul wrote and was closer to his grave. Because when he went to Jerusalem, he never came again. They killed him. They distort him. They put him in prison and they caused him to run on empty stomach for months and years. When it was time, they just removed his head. So he was away. He said, I know that uh, the Spirit of God has warned me that what I'm, where I'm going, there are only two things that is going to face me. Hardship and what? How many of us have gone to prison because of Christ? Yes, please. Those of you at the back. Are you sure? Those of you at the middle. Those of you here. You've not gone to prison because of Christ. How many of you have faced hardship because, because of uh, a Christianity? Yes. Hardship because of Christianity. This your hardship is lack of money. It's money. This is not hardship. Poor hardship is not. Is I don't have money. Uh, that is not what I'm talking about. We are talking about torture. We are talking about being carried out in a basket and you are stowed. We are talking about you have to walk through the night because when they see you the day, you'll be stoned. We are talking about being kept in a basket. And for days, no food. Not because your enemies have kept you in the basket. Your fellow believers have kept you in a basket so that your enemies will not identify you. We are talking about fear. To preach God's word. That is the hardship we are talking about. It's not lack of money, lack of uh, food, lack of this. We are talking about hardship in Christianity. But I pray that may the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. Amen. I, I pray that one day you will be in prison because of the preaching of God's word. Me, I say amen. When COVID-19 came, they said we shouldn't do that. I said I will preach. If they, 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 they have, have they not been passing here. When they are starting, and they go and arrest some pastors, when they pass in front of us, and sometimes they enter and so the place, oh, the place is the, the church is nice. They are coming to arrest the pastor. They saw that they told him, "Hey, what a nice church." He said, "Let's go, let's go." <laughs> he said, "Tell your pastor, you do social distance and dance, so we are going." As for you, we deal with you in a doom here. 
Somebody's coming to arrest you. He's now confronting you and appreciating you. Now, what are the characteristics and the attitude, the nature of the wolves' leaders? Number one, they have unteachable spirit. They have unteachable spirit. You can't teach them. You can train a dog, but you can't teach a wolf. You can train a dog to go to market. Train a dog to open a door. I've seen so many dogs that open uh, gates. We have seen, I've never I've seen some before. They open gates. Many. They open gates. But a wolf will never open a gate. He, because they, they, you can't teach them. They are untrainable. You can't train them. You can't teach them. They are so hard and strict. So, Paul said, when I depart, there are people that the church will appoint them as leaders. But one of the wolf character that's going to enter into them is unteachable spirit. You teach him something today. When you start, come to church, stand here. The following day, he will be standing somewhere. When somebody has unteachable spirit, can I show you who he is? He always do what he thinks he has to do, not what he has been taught. And they don't accept instructions. They do not accept. If somebody cannot be teachable, it means that they are they cannot accept what? Instructions. You can't instruct them. You give them little instructions, they get angry. And if they will do it as a leader in a church. Ladies and gentlemen, they will do it anyhow. Number two, nature of a wolf leader. They always have evil agenda apart from the agenda of Christ. They always have evil agenda apart from the agenda of of Christ. What is the agenda of Christ? Is to gather souls. Is to prepare souls. Is to save people and prepare them from his second coming. But for them, they have a different agenda. Can I suggest to you, when they come into the church, they don't come as wolves. But as they find attitude, a spirit begin to enter them and their spirit are open to receive so many demonic spirits. Finally, instead of becoming a lamp, they now turn into what? Something that has a character after the devil. A wolf leader is somebody who has a nature of the devil. They have the nature of what? Talk to me. A wolf leader, they have what? The nature of the devil. They are not interested in what to think, what will happen to what will benefit you. They are interested in what they have planned to do. Nobody was born as an armed robber. Nobody was born as a prostitute. Nobody was born was, 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 uh, as, as a pastor. Nobody was born as a prophet. But by opportunity of availability, whatever you open yourself to is what you are fed with. So when you keep on opening yourself to the teachings of God's word, to the obeying of God's word, to the followership of the spirit of God, and to follow and abide spiritual instructions, every potential you can be harnessed for you to become this or that or that. In the same way, when you open yourself up to spirit, apart from the spirit of God, that spirit trains you to become like the devil. That's as the spirit of God trains us, nature us, on earth potentials in that to represent Christ. When evil spirit also develops in somebody's heart, you also exhibit the attitude of the devil. So a wolf leader is somebody who has the nature of the devil. Always the agenda is one. And what is the agenda? It can be found from John 10, 10, A. John 10, 10, A. The thief cometh not. But to steal. To kill. And to war. And to destroy. Pastor Evans, come and let me show them something. 
What is the function of the devil? What does he do? He comes to do what? This is what happens in the church, in leadership. If the person has allowed himself for demons, Christ selected a demon, uh, the devil himself, to follow him among his 12 disciples. I have selected you 12, but one of you is the main man who opposed my life. Praise God. So I, I'm the leader. How do I steal this guy? I can't bind him and put it in my car and carry him away. But number one, I have to get closer to him. I have to use words for him to believe me. Number two, I have to show concern for him to trust me. It's a process of stealing his heart. I have to stand by anything that he is sharing. If there's any complaint in the church, the moment he comes to me, I will confirm and agree with him and also, you see, uh, uh, discuss the same matter and even add more to it. I'm getting his heart, but he doesn't know. There is a thief that has come to stay in me. And thief, thief man, thief, thief man. So the devil has thiefed me now. I'm not thiefing him. Then again, I begin to give him instructions of which he will follow. When it happens like that, he will become part of whatever I stand for. He will never obey any preaching from the pulpit. It is what I stand for that he also stands for. Now, instead of becoming loyal to, to the church, to the pulpit, and to the head pastor, and to the, and to the, and to the teachings of the church, he is rather more addicted and more loyal to me. He came to me. It is just like we are all in classroom, but you have turned your, your classmate to be your headmaster. Now, your classmate is not your lecturer. It's not that you have been taught a subject that he doesn't, you don't understand that he should teach you. Now, you, you have ignored the teaching of your lecturer. And your fellow classmate has now become what? Your lecturer. He is now teaching you how to do economics. Meanwhile, he himself, he teaches errors. And once he teaches errors, whatever he teaches you, you become an error person. So people in a church that have leadership position, they come closer to you. When demons are in them, they will always tell your heart. They will show maximum care. They are always around. When you have an issue, they are the first person you will call. Very soon, what they say becomes your order of life. When you, they don't come to church, you don't feel happy. No matter the places and the administration and the spirit of God that will flow. Since the person was not around. And little, little negative comments. You see? Today, we have been raising funds. We don't know what the money we use the money for. We have told them, I will never give any money again. And he's also trying to think. I'm showing you something. That's why all these things I have stopped doing. At first, I always used to give money, but these days I don't give any money again. Who can do it better for me? Who can do it better? Pastor Angel, come. Go and sit down. Go and sit down. I'm teaching I'm using you to teach something to a just look into my face. He doesn't have a teachable spirit. Hallelujah. That is why these days I don't want to pay any tithe. Yeah, I will not pay any tithe. We, we, we started a church. Bishop Dax said every old member is a proud person in the church. And if you don't take care, you have a demon of pride. Do you know why? Because they have been around. They know everything. 
And such people, they have a little gate that heaven can push it through to bless them until they have a humble spirit. And he says, such people, familiarity is the first spirit that sets in them. People who have been around for a long time. He said, if you are looking for people that church witchcrafting is in them, they are the people who have been around for a long time. Thirdly, they are the ones that they do not allow the church to grow. Especially you give him position and doesn't allow anybody to perform. Like he is easy on the on the group and he doesn't allow anybody to rise. Why do we want for mission? I'm not the one preaching. Did I preach? I didn't preach. And I've never preached in missions. When we are here and uh, you see something, something, whatever, 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 whatever. Today you saw you saw the sons that I have raised. Many of them came with their castle. Me, I don't talk. Yes. Saw the sons that I have raised. Purely guys. Amen. Amen. So, they say things to stir the heart. Now, okay. Uh, I will see you, okay. You are, you are in charge of some things, if you like. Then, after we have departed, then the, the, the demon of the word that I spoke now will be explaining the things that I spoke to him. Why is he on his way going? By the time he come back tomorrow, he has become the chief of the spirit that I gave you to him. Can I tell you something? Anybody that communicates things of the church to you, he's communicating spirit to create your heart. Because what you hear forms your heart. So he comes to stir. Then from there, per what I said about tithe, then I will kill your interest in paying tithe. So I now I, I told you, stealing means you have given me your full attention. Second, now I have to kill you. Not by slashing your head, but I'm going to kill some interest in the church about soul winning. Because I have spoken about certain words about soul winning. I've spoken about certain words about certain things that is done in the church. I've spoken about certain listen to when people are not leaders, people don't listen to them very well. But when they are placed at the leadership position, they play a major role and they are little influential of exercising some authority. People listen to them very well. But I want to tell you, check the person you are listening to. You might be the devil one day. He gives me his attention. Now I've got to him. Whosoever you give your attention to, you give him your life. And whosoever is in charge of your ears, he's in charge of your heart. And whosoever is in charge of your, 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 your brains, he's in charge of your decision. And whosoever is in charge of your body, he's in charge of your movement. Somebody shout, robot square. <laughs> The remote is in his hand. It is what he presses that determines your action. Why have you come to Jesus and Jesus wants to save everything about you? But another way around, you have left Jesus' hands and you have now been in the hands of your fellow church member of which he too will one day be judged by Christ, the same judgment seat. But now you are in the control of the same church member. Your judgment has already been passed. Oh, fellow churchmen, I said, that students set questions. But they have set questions for you, are not answering them. You came to school to pay school fees, but now your fellow student, haven't you seen before? The students, he has, he has picked his own classmate as a boy. Follow him everywhere. So the thief cometh not. But to do what? To steal and do, do what? Kill. To kill. So I'm not discussing tight with him. And per what I will discuss, I will kill his, his, his attitude of paying tight. So we know, I will kill it. Discussing about somebody, Rosemary Pando. Mm, 
Can I say this? Just crushing things. The last time, the last time. Okay. Now I have, I have planted somebody who is innocent about what she is doing. It's very innocent. But suspicion and negative creativity. I have now spoken about somebody who is a born again. We are drinking the same communion from the same bowl. Can I tell you something? By the time the year will get to an end, one same communion cup, everybody might have drank on it. So when we drink from the same cup, and we are now creating some weird suspicion that you yourself have not seen, you don't have evidence, but somebody spoke to you about somebody into your prayers. So the next day you come to church, you have become an inspector. Can I suggest to you something? And once it has entered into your head, by all means, the next day, the devil will prepare. He will prepare not because of, he wants to kill you. So he will, he will show, he will push an attitude on Rosemary to prove the confirmation. Not only that, he will get to Pastor Eva, Pastor Eva will say something to confirm what you have heard. And that will kill you more. And finally, it will dry you out. So, there are so many confirmations that you can see. You might think that it is an original confirmation you are seeing. It is the creativity of the devil to kill your interest in the kingdom. I told you. He has been going out with that girl. He's been going out. He's very quiet. He's very bad. That girl. He's very fair. He's using his fairness to this thing. Then we close it. You step out of the auditorium, you meet him, and the and Rosemary says, Ah, I said it. I said it. When we close, then they took the same Uber. They are going home. They are going home. We said it. Have you been? called into the kingdom to suspect and inspect people or to work out your salvation with trembling and fear. The work we're supposed to do on us, we have abandoned it. And the work that heaven has not given to us, that is what we are doing. Then finally, since I have succeeded in killing his interest in the church, so many things about people, about the pastor, about the pastor's wife, about the associate pastors, about uh, 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 even some people can even talk why and even talk against the security man at the gate. So right from the entrance, everybody is suspe- has been suspicious. Then from there, I destroyed him. When Pastor Inches says there, he said, who wants to be anointed with power? Rosemary has come. Then Rosemary will get up and come and stand here. Outside of the cocoa, stand face me. Face me, good. This Rosemary, we, we, she wants to be anointed. What do you think will be running through the head of Pastor Incha? We. And then again, I give her any position to come and stand here to read testimony or to do something. Ah. Meanwhile, her assignment is an open door to perform a miracle for the set time you came to the presence of God. But since you have written her off in your mind, you will come dry and go drier. What eyes do you see somebody's holy or is no holy? One of the dangerous things you must not do is to judge. To judge somebody is higher than fornicating. When you judge somebody in the church, you have, you have taken the seat of Christ. Serious. So the devil creates. He will go and say that. 
the devil will create so many things to confirm what you have heard. I said it. I said it. Then we meet Pastor Angel. You are, you are the one we should follow in this church. What you told me yesterday, can you believe that yesterday when we closed church, he was finding the Uber. They were standing as if they are trying to stop it. The guy took an Uber. Both of them sat inside. And now Botreya Road. Now listen to me. These are practical messages that are happening all over churches all over the world. But can I tell you something? Those in Europe, Asia and the rest, they don't suffer the sickness you are suffering. Only the Africans suffer this kind of the yearism. They don't have time to gossip about you. They have their own sickness. May they not have mercy upon us. I, I, are you listening to something? I'll be finishing very soon so that all of us we have we have worked today and we have to go and just relax. What's the second point of a wolf leader? You also have what? And the evil agenda is functioning in three. That's what? He still he kills and do what? And destroys. Amen. Anytime we mention about fasting, somebody will be sitting and say, oh, as for the fasting. I can't do any fasting. I've been doing fasting. You see, you might think that he has just made a statement. He by his own seed. Can I suggest to you something? Whatever you hear from people, especially in a church, is a seed they have sown. It can either be a good seed or, don't say bad, an evil seed. Father, have mercy upon somebody. And have mercy upon us. Shout aloud the amen. Number three, a wolf leader scatters. He's a scatterer. Paul said, I know that after I am gone, savage wolves, destructive wolves, wolves that have no patience, no mercy, will come after me. And when they come for them, they will never spare the flock. The flock that has spent my blood, Jesus bought with his blood. For them, the moment they come into the church, they will never spare the flock. So they don't mind whether what they are doing to you, you go to heaven, you go to hell. It's, it's, it's their back case. If we're a person, you don't feel for people. We're a tree. For a person, you don't feel for your fellow man. You are a tree. Even the devil have feelings and empathy for people. You see how? When Jesus was hungry, he made a suggestion. <laughs> Can you clap your hands for Jesus? When Jesus was hungry, the devil came at least. It's a, it's a concern. The Bible says after 40 days, 40 nights, he was afterwards what? Hungry. And the, the devil came and said, look, once you are hungry, can I give you an offer? There is a miraculous, honest power upon you. Can you turn this stone to be bread so that you can satisfy yourself? This is an empathy of the devil. But these wolves that have conscience attached to it, they don't have any mercy. For the cripple. Whatever they will do to you, they don't mind. Some people, they can tell you anything that they can tell you. Whether you cry, you weep, you be hurt, you be destroyed. They don't mind. They don't even think afterwards that what I did to this guy, how is he failing by now? To even to call for apology to find out what has happened. Since you don't have any attachment to such people, when you marry them, I'm telling you. 
If you are laid there, you are sick. You will die on the bed. You will be vomiting. They can't clean you. They scatter. Matthew 12, chapter 13. Everybody should just this scripture very well. Savage wolves scatter. We bring the souls, they scatter. They scatter by the attitude, they scatter by words. They scatter by behavior. They scatter what has been guarded. Matthew 12, 30. Then said to the man, He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattered abroad. These scriptures that we have been reading to you that you don't pay attention. It will be a serious scripture against your life at the judgment day. If you join those who scatter what Christ has gathered, you are one. Never let it be because of you somebody has stopped church. That person's blood will forever be required from your hands. Because of you. Unless you don't know. But if you know you are the reason why the person has stopped church, try everything possible to get access to the person. If you try and try and try and try and try and there's no improvement, you just leave him in the hands of God and pray for him. This is not an offense. Now you have to call the church elders to go and to go and beg him. You pray that God should have mercy. God should save him. But if the person couldn't make it to heaven, I'm telling you. We know it. Tell them. Don't eat with them. What do what? <laughs> Last Wednesday, how many of you were blessed by what they did? Wow. They said we should tell them. Even though that, that said we should tell them, they are not yet for us to tell them. <laughs> he that is not with me. Can you give me the message Bible or the amplifier? The message Bible, of course. He that is not with me. This is war. <laughs> there is no neutral ground. If you are not on my side, you are the enemy. We are, we are saying that if you are not on my side, then you are the devil. That's why the article, the emphatic and complete. If you say the enemy, it's a complete statement. If you are not on my side, then you are the devil. If you are not happy, you are making it to things what worse. So savage wolves who don't spare the flock when we give them leadership position in the church. This is their attitude. They make things worse. Instead of helping you, the help pastor to achieve what God has anointed you to achieve. Even that achievement, they can even define their life vision in it. What they do is that they have become savage wolves in the church leadership. Instead of gathering, they scatter. Hello? How are you? Okay. Uh, will you go to church today? Oh, you, you, you're not sure? Okay. Me cry. These days, I've stopped going for evening service because when we go, we keep long too much. He has dropped a whole sermon from the pit of hell in the past. Oh, is that so? That's why I've not been seeing. Oh, you have not seen any benefit, so there's no need for me to come for evening service. So when you go, the man will shout, 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 shout. We are not seeing anything that is happening. So, if you want to go, ask for you. You can go. Some of us, we are busy, small. We can't we can find anything. The guy was is on his way. After he dropped the the devil said, "Where are you? Going? Where are you going?" If the person you whom you came to meet. Somebody came to church. Somebody brought somebody to church. And the person who brought the other person stopped church and went to another church. A lady walked to 
was the guy who was left in the church. He said, what are you doing in this church? The one who brought you has left. And by that statement, three weeks after, the, the guy also disappeared. And I'm waiting for the lady to come and tell me that he has gotten a man. Until he bring that guy. He should go to another place for wedding. I'm waiting for a coolie. What's in the church? If they are not backed by God's word, the devil will preach his message. I'm waiting coolly. And I know very soon he will come to my office. I've got him something to marry. I said, do you remember the statement you told this guy? And we have a voice message to it. We have text message to on my phone. He said, no. I said, okay, listen to this voice message. God, the person recorded you. What about this message? Is this on your number? Because it was short screen and sent it to me. I said, your marriage can never come on until you bring the lawsuit in. I'm waiting for, that is the only way I can push here. May I be born in some mommy. She has succeeded in sucking somebody. We've tried the guy. Ah, the guy said, oh, I'm going to another church, something, something, because somebody said, he said, I was shocked that I heard this message and all the call. Ah, I said, saw the devil be behind this girl to push me out of the church. Finally, she told the guy something that does not exist in the church. But somewhere, somewhere, the devil also gave him confirmations. And the guy stopped the church. <laughs> Hello? When through you, somebody goes out. No, don't come to me for your wedding. You go and bring the soul. What I'm saying is in every church, no matter how beautiful the church is, the devil is in there. Can I tell you something? It is not the devil that sacks church members from church. It is the members. Starting from leadership role. It can be from the pastor. It can be from the associate pastors. It can be from church members. It can be from leaders. All around. May the Lord help us. May you never be somebody who makes things worse in the church. May you never be somebody who scatters. But may you be somebody who stands on the side of Christ together. Somebody shout aloud the amen. Somebody shout aloud the amen in the church. Number four. Savage wolves are destroyers. When we give him five people to preside over it, I am telling you for sure. By the time it will be six months, we will have only two people. Any leader who preside over every department that you don't see progress in that department, I'm not afraid to say this. That leader has a spiritual backdrop. Because everything in the church must progress. So if you are over it, the spirit that is behind you must pull the people ahead of you. If it is not progressing, if it is not increasing, maintain the number we gave you to you. But since people are depleting one after the other, it doesn't function. You are serving something that does not have a name in Christianity. Destroyers. They destroy and destroy and destroy. Everything that I'm saying, you, you, you are looking into my face, but I'm preaching. The time will come that as I depart, destructive walls will come behind me and they will not spare the floor. If you see any pastor who have, who have, who have who have taken some of the members away. That is a wolf. Of verse 30 says that they will even scatter and part some of the things and they will take a portion away and find out their life. It will also follow them to the end of their life. All the big churches that they, they separate themselves from, 
from another big church and there. I may say, and Crawford, there's a man of God here. You will for funny churches, and Moboke of a whole organization. I'm sorry. And a BBI, you No, no, so share any asset. I'm telling you. Pema almost 16 branches. Accra, 29 branches. People took it all. Papa, six. Sunyani, it was three. Two off. Kumasi, plenty. You have half it. Your foundation necessitates your continuation. What the way you started, I never brought anybody from living waters. They came, we sacked them. Look, I'm a wise man. Katawantu is from Living Waters. He he said he has gone to stay in Atrimako for He went for letter. Letter. I said, if you want to come here. And you have, uh, you, your, your wife is now working at career beyond. So that's why you have built your house there. Officially, you have to go for a letter. He went in for a letter from Reverend Tony Godwin. Brought it to my office. I filed it. I wrote it. And I even gave him one month to go and think about it again. So you can break this church. <laughs> Anybody who follow you are your fellow wolves. I have never broken anybody's church. We started a church on my veranda in the house. Gradually, we shifted it to gardens. True? Gardens. Power was there. Adelaide was there. Set was there. Software Intel was there. Software Twine was there. Pastor Nicholas was there. Gardens. We started from ground, ground zero. So no Nobody can stand anywhere. I've come to stay his church member. If you don't feed your children well, they, they find food, a good place that they feed on food. Amanda, who call them? Yes. They call the Spirit of God to make the green, the grass green, and the sheep, they will forever come to feed upon. I'm telling you, they came, eh? They came. Recently, when my bishop went for retirement, when I went for the retirement service, we are coming to your place. I said, if I catch you, you stand you will see what I'm doing. We are coming there. We are coming. I said, no, I said, nobody should step in that place. If I see you in, my, in, in the church, I'll mention and I'll work you out. Not to only one. That day, as if I went to the retirement service to warn people. We expect you to preside over. We expect you to say, you, you can't expect me. If you give me that church, I won't, I, I will go and stay home. I want to preach to people I love. Not people who are like Banchia, Aye Banchia Dankasa. If you preach to people who, who doesn't love, even in the wilderness, you need to preach. You need to lead people who love you, who admire. Not everybody will admire anyway. Yeah, but majority will follow you. Yeah. Obika, we. Yeah. <laughs> I have not asked you to say bon. I said say we. Oui. Hey, I didn't say that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say we. <laughs> Amen. So I've given you four nature of a wolf who is a leader in the church. Take it, learn it. And don't become one. And don't allow anybody to be one. You can't fight God and win. <laughs> you can't fight God 
Neither can you fight his church and win. Neither can you fight his, his servants and win. Do you know how God treasures pastors? Do you know? Go to the Bible. You see how he can kill millions of people because of a pastor. God can put serious sickness on you because of a man of God. You go to anybody. No prayer can save you. Do you know why? Because he's the middleman between the people and God. And Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has presented five-fold ministry to stand as middlemen between the church and Christ. There's no more between God. It's now between the church and Christ. So just as God has used Jesus between man and God himself. And Jesus is the middleman. Jesus, okay, now, I'm the middleman, but I now give another middleman. Before they can access God, you have to access me. But before they can access me, they need to access men. That's why we say a man of who? Of God. Savage wolves. Only a risky. And then father and for don't build friends with them. Some of you, you are sometimes you are afraid to lose a friend in the church. I always work with him. He's my friend. I always sit together. But you know, you're sitting together is killing the two of you from Christianity. So why are we sitting together? If you go to school and your friend is illiterate, then yourself, you're also bumbo. I want to say something in quote. My spiritual fathers are my friends. Simple. My spiritual fathers. In quote. Eh? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, in quote, they are my friends. I chat with them. I call them. They send me messages. They encourage me. And they are the ones that I'm looking up to. Do you know why? Because where they are, that is where I'm going. Now they nipa on any book of Shatafu or demo here. Mumia Nunina Pampan Salada. No one, you can't even meet in church and, and ask the person, What was your quiet time today? Can we share our quiet time? In those days, that is what we do. We meet, we ask quiet time. There was no mobile phone. And now, I've read this thing in the Bible, I've never understood it. Christianity is dying. Bible studies is dying. We are living in the days where we are gradually getting to the time that people will no more open the Bible. They won't open. It's not necessary in their life. Gradually. How many of you remember the scarcity of God's word? Yes. The scarcity of God's word. Find that message on our podcast and go and listen. First, they spend nine hours in church. Nine is 30 minutes, one hour is something, something. Bishop Dark said, I am here. I have closed first service. I'm going to take a tea. One hour, now, one hour time, I'll come back. I've closed church. Those of you that want to meet me after tea, wait for me. Nobody leaves. You wait. He preaches nine hours service. If your righteousness does not exceed the Pharisees, these are going maybe. Go there again in the two thousand twenty nine village. We don't follow no. As campaign, we didn't achieve. We didn't achieve. We are because we are not aware of it. We are not aware of it. We didn't say we are not aware of it. We are not aware of it. Because before I saw my friend, I can say, my father craft friend was sorry. And now, your poor man, no, Ben Anton, let me name your friend, and your boy, and your papa, 
me pebebe fru won agumi me kania mo na matima de ashrain but that is not the friendship we build in the church i have fashion friends sharing images and send unscrupulous messages that does not please god and then kwasiasem discussion and young guys ya pon so mo jina bon te lady no lady we don't need the jimmy Discussing some people when they close, they, they, are, they, are, they are now labeling the guys to the, to the ladies. You think we are in JSS? Are you serious? We're getting, we're going, we're getting, we're going. Do, do you know what you are doing? Or you think Royal Palace is for small boys and girls? Do you know the pedigree of people in this church? And the devil has given you a special assignment to label people with people. Are you a labeler? Or you are a branding man. Why machines are branding cars? You are branding human beings with sin. You got to be very careful in your church. Your church is not a place for joke. It's a place that Jesus bought it with his own blood. Nobody bought it. So anything you deal with that church, you are dealing with his blood. And the blood of Christ is his life. And the life of Christ is God. And God himself is of himself. Be careful. Why have you picked David as a friend? Because he's a joker or my manager. In a church. Now why don't you go and take Bobo Kala and waterproof? The way he dance it, the way he dance. Somebody's dancing has not clicked as a friendship. If not by family, friendship must be very, very be taking a deeper look into it. He dances, we appreciate and we are fond of him because we are a family. But not to associate friendship with intimacy. That is no growing spirituality. That is what I'm trying to say. When you connect to somebody in friendship and it's not building your spirituality, it's a coffin. You're digging for yourself. It's a grave. But he jokes. He smiles. He's beautiful. We accept with love and treat each other as such. That is what we call family. But the moment you decide that this is the person I've identified myself in the church, when we close I'm with him, when we are moving, we are moving. When, when, I, when we close, he's the first person that I contact. Is it to your spirituality or is it by friendship because of natural settlement? All of you are looking into my face. They say, oh, all of us, we, are, we, we share one thing in common. You share one thing in common. What kind of commonness are you talking about? Some people have picked friends because when they come to church, they buy popcorn for them. A dianinti. How far them for? You are never buying for the word you have heard. Ordinary one city popcorn. What far them for by force? How did you get your dianinti? Open your mouth and thank God. Bless the name of the Lord. The nature of a savage wolf leader. Very risky and dangerous. Open our bless the name of the Lord. Give him praise. Appreciate the living God. Thank him because he's good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Gabalabo sebrebenteneme kata. Thank you for the word. In Jesus' name, shout aloud the amen. I want to pray this simple prayer. Lord, make me not a savage wolf. May I never become one. 
but let me become the shepherd. Paul said, become shepherds of the church of God. Become shepherds. Let me, your head pastor, see that the flower is every day beautiful and blossoming. By that, you, have, you can have the confirmation of heaven. The next time, you'll be taking care of a group. The next time, you'll be taking care of a church. The next time, you become an apostle. That is how dimension in the church grows. But if we give you broom, and now it has now become witches and wizards broom, that has been shortened. You can't use it to sweep. You can't use it to scrap. There is nothing that can be used to it. It means that there's something wrong. There's something wrong with it. Let me tell you, we are not decreasing, we are increasing in this church. Yes. If you don't, I'm telling you. Bishop Dag said, There's nobody that has ever left the church that I have not benefited from. So some people, the moment they leave, you see, Fwah! explosion somewhere. <laughs> so I've never regretted anybody who have left. They are not ordained to continue with me to the next level. Some are good for status, but they are not good for the middle. You keep them at the middle, they will break your neck. Explosion galore. May I never become a savage wolf. May I? I think I'm teaching like Bishop Dark. Hmm? <laughs> oh God, may I never become a savage who I can't scatter your church. Help me. If as a pastor, I scatter people. Help me. Help me. May I never become a savage wolf. Never in my life. In Jesus' name, amen.